0: But I hate when I feel like this
1: And I never hated you Neurotica is a weekly podcast Going to the deepest, darkest parts of the mind And bringing them to light Topics range on mental illness, behavior, and perception and more Please be warned, many episodes contain trigger warnings If you ever have thoughts of suicide Please call the suicide hotline at 1-800-273-8255 Hey, everybody. Welcome to Neurotica. I'm your host, Cody Ryan. I'm here with my co-host as always, uh, Bobby Studio. How are you doing, Bobby?
0: Doing okay, Cody. Uh, I mean, basically the same as every other (laughs) podcast we've recorded since the COVID stuff started. Uh, Ups and downs, uh, being kind of cooped up, but for the most part, feeling okay. What about you?
1: Uh, pretty much the same. I think we kind of had this conversation earlier, and I had it with somebody else. Where, like, no, like, there's a running joke that nobody knows what day of the week it is, but like, it seems to be based on your life what day of the week you default to. And, and me and my friend River, who are both unemployed, we feel like it's Sunday every day, like, that like the next day we should be going to work or something, but like, it just never comes.
0: Yeah. And, me and you, like you said, talked about this off pod. Like I feel like every day is Wednesday, Dur- at least during the week. Like I wake up on Monday and I'm like, oh, "All right, cool." Halfway through the week, oh fuck, yeah. it's Monday. This this shit sucks. And then on like Friday, I'm like, oh, damn, <laughs> it's only Wednesday." Yeah. And then and then like because there's nothing to do except like maybe a Zoom chat or whatever. It still feels like when, even after I realize it's Friday, I'm like, all right, cool. It's basically just Wednesday anyway.
1: (laughs) Even for me for a while, like weekends were like worse, which makes less sense because you would think, okay, my friends are more available and even streaming people are more available. But like Friday nights, you much rather, you know, like hang out with friends or something than like watch somebody fucking stream a game and like be bad at it. So, like, like for a while, like, streaming on the weekends, I was just getting nothing but frustrated. I was like, oh, wait, there's specific times, obviously, because people do shit even in, in quarantine. So, I had to, like, learn that myself, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Last night was, like, maybe the s- second time that I, like, kind of had a hard time with quarantine. Because, like, last last night was probably like one of the first weekend nights where I haven't had, like, a Zoom happy hour or, like, hang out with friends. And so I, I got like that antsy feeling that I get on a normal weekend when no one's like going out yeah. and doing anything. I was just like at nine, it was like nine 30 and we had finished eating dinner and stuff. And I was just like, all right, what the fuck am I going to do for the next five hours?
1: No, I, I totally. And we, I totally, it turned yeah. out
0: we watched a couple of movies and like, it was, it was a good night, but like just the antsiness of having a full night ahead of me and like it being a weekend and nothing concrete to do like got to me.
1: Yeah. And I, I could say, um, you know, that's something that I kind of ride that wave a lot, especially obviously cause I'm home and alone more than you are. But, um, so for anybody who didn't listen to last week's episode or hasn't heard me just joke about it so much as if it isn't that serious, but of course it is that serious cause I'm trying to bring a little bit of awareness to it. I did catch coronavirus. Um, I didn't get the worst of it. I feel fine now. Some people have been like, are you sure it's coronavirus? And I'm like, it's pretty specific, dude. Um, uh, But yeah, I had it. Um, I'm fine. But one thing you have to do when you like know you have it is the first sign of symptoms, you have to put yourself in two weeks self isolation. And even though I've basically been doing that anyway, I have gone out a little bit to you know, just like the doctor's offices, like pick up my prescription or like, maybe like one day cheat and go to Wawa. That's probably where I caught it. But just like, um, the self isolation really got to me. And Monday, I was just having like, really like just out of it, violent thoughts. And I was like, is this me like sort of having a fever? Am I depressed? Like, I was like, I don't know. I'm just gonna go to bed. And then the next day I got a call that made me feel like fine. And I was just like, all right, this is probably just like a symptom of that.
0: Do you mean uh, like the depression or like, I'm, I'm sorry. I I'm like kind of unfamiliar with <laughs> with your, like the fact that you actually had it
1: yeah i missed that oh okay well bobby i had a corona um (laughs) i had been telling people uh so basically what happens when you have corona apparently is that people notice mostly they get spells or waves um and i didn't have more than one but basically what happened was one random day at 7 a.m i'm woken up and it's kind of like that feeling of like maybe you're hungover, or maybe you ate something bad the night before but i was having the the um sweats and then i was getting the chills and then i had noticed i had a fever and my stomach hurt and i was just disoriented dizzy i went to get up barely got downstairs and then i get in the bathroom i gagged twice i thought i was gonna puke and then eventually um didn't puke came out the other end unfortunately i have to be that uh, graphic (laughs) um and then i went back to bed and i felt a little bit better after a while but i I was like for three days i like had every other one of like the minor symptoms like headache for a while or like just general like stomach upset. And I could tell um, I wasn't going to get like another spell or wave after a couple of days and now I'm pretty fine.
0: Okay. So, I mean, yeah, it sounds like you had a really minor version, which is good because there's, I mean, I feel like a lot of the coverage doesn't go into it or maybe people are like kind of avoiding it because life sucks enough already without more detail but like my friend's dad had it and he was like on a ventilator in a like induced coma uh like for two weeks before he went into the hospital he like was bedridden even then like it can get really bad so like yeah i'm sure you know that you're lucky but
1: well and that was the thing too is i didn't want to alarm anybody and i kind of like tweeted out one of our friends thankfully was like very concerned and like you know, put me at ease. But for me, I, I knew I was going to be fine for the most part. Um, what I was more concerned about was just that, like, it just felt like hit after hit. It was like, you know, like, I'm already unemployed at home. And now I'm sick, and I can't do anything to even take my mind off of this. I kind of have to live in this nightmare that is happening around us while also just... Was, like, your, oh, was your
0: insurance still covering you?
1: Um, not really. No. Great. <laughs> Uh, And also I bought insurance from the marketplace and they said, as long as I bought by April 30th, I'd have insurance six or five one. And I'm really glad they put that effective policy data six one so that I'm completely screwed this month on healthcare. (laughs) Uh, I really don't know what to, no, I'm back into it. But the thing is the call Tuesday, was like one potential job call that was like good. And then I have another um, interview with a company that really, I would never consider, but i'm fine financially for a while that's not true i actually would consider that job but I'm, I'm fine financially for a while but it was just like hit after hit of just being like you don't have a job the insurance thing fucked up you have corona now <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> i was just like oh my god and that's why i was like i guess monday night i was just like i want to take every knife in my kitchen and stab myself in the stomach and other people were like oh my god you're having suicidal thoughts i'm like no, I think I'm having pretty rational thoughts for how the timeline of my life is going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, don't do that, but yeah. No, <laughs> it's I, but that, understandable. But, like, I was just, like, really angry that day, obviously. Like, it was just, it was a boil-over oh, yeah. point. And I was
0: expecting, really like... like uh, no the West Wing, uh, Martin Sheen's character, just, like, going to
1: church and screaming at God. <laughs> Not quite, but I definitely had a moment where I wanted to scream at something and just be like, "You why?" I kind of wanted to scream myself, but I was like, even even at that point, I was like, as much as I beat myself up, I can't blame myself for this. This is enough that like, you you don't just walk into all of these things. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, that's 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 been you know just it was just kind of a weirder period for me because obviously there was other thoughts and it, it kind of makes you feel like even like ah man i'm one of the people who got it but at least i know i'm like gonna recover and catch in 6 months when when it mutates more uh, yeah. <laughs> or when your antibodies are depleted yep pretty which, cool which, which should be pretty quickly with my body cuz i'll go back to the sodas uh <laughs> so but bobby you know like obviously i've just been kind of trapped in my house like you're you're transitioning more uh back to your regular life you're hoping right
0: well yeah so I've said a couple of times before, but we've been um, at my girlfriend's parents' uh, house in Longport uh, down the shore. (laughs) Sorry, Isabel's in the room with me, and she just said that I can say Isabel. Oh. uh, Because people know who she is because she's super important. She's been on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) To me, yes. She's been on the podcast. Friend of the podcast and girlfriend of the host, Isabel's family has a house down the shore and. New Jersey, and we have been down there um in part because we her parents had no other choice because they just moved and don't have any furniture in their place oh, yeah um so first of all like so we're going back to my parents' house in the Philly suburbs tomorrow, okay um, there my parents are also down the shore uh, right now, so we're gonna like have the house to ourselves and We'll be able to, like, take their car to go grocery shopping and stuff without having to worry about finding parking in the city or hauling stuff up three flights of stairs or whatever. Right, right. Um. So we're getting ready to, like, make that transition back, which is, like, the first step to, like, getting back to kind of normal for us. Um So my first question is, like, are we assholes for coming down the shore? <laughs> why? why? Why would you be assholes? Because, like... We we came down before the New Jersey governor said like please don't come down the shore, okay? Um, because the like infra- the medical infrastructure down here isn't really prepared, especially in the off season, um, for like an influx of people. So we came down before he said that. But like I know a lot of people are saying that everyone that's like leaving New York for like their parents' house in the Hamptons or whatever is a dickhead. I so I'm like not usually in that sort of group. Bobby self-conscious about being like the wealthy privileged asshole. That's like ruining a small community.
1: Bobby, I can say, I don't think any of us got this right or knew what was coming. So I think hindsight, you're trying to reapply yourself, but I, I wouldn't call you an asshole for going down the shore. Like, I mean, especially like if somebody invited you and said, Hey, you know, we might be shacked in together. Would you want to come to this like thing? Like, I, I don't think where anybody chose to stay is the problem. I think it's just that none of us knew that we were going to have to stay where we were for so long. And if we had that foresight, then people would have made a lot of different decisions on who they would have stayed with. Like, I would have maybe found a friend I could even have brought in or, like, stayed with just so I could have, like, a partner to insanity, you know, like.
0: Yeah. I don't so so I'm an asshole for other things, but not for that.
1: Well, yeah, you're more an asshole <laughs> for the other things we discussed last week's podcast. You tweeted out anxiety's not real or something.
0: Yes, that's what I said. Everyone took it correctly. Yeah. All right, so that makes me feel a little better. Yeah,
1: but you you were also talking about something that kind of makes a good point though. Is like, what's the kind of point though that we all do go back to normal? What's the time we open up the economy? What's the time you know like? just everybody can get out of their house. Cause I know that the Pennsylvania stay at home order just got um, pushed to July 6th or June 6th, I believe not July. That would be awful. Um, But yeah, that's for Philly, I think. Yeah. For Philly, but businesses are reopening obviously and people will go to those businesses. Uh, So I guess the stay at home order is more like, don't go to the park. I don't know really, but it 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 just seems like it's we're getting to the point with people that they're just gonna start breaking out, especially because like the today was supposed to be the first day that business started reopening in Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, it's we've already seen like just anecdotally um, a lot more people like going to the beach here in Longport. Like we're seeing more surfers and stuff walking up and down the streets, and the beach is a place where you can be fairly socially distanced, like, you don't want to, I don't want to be that close to people on the beach anyway, but, like, if you're going with a bunch of friends and stuff you're not quarantined with, like, you're... Yeah, it's a shame. You're kind of destroying the point of all of this, so, like, I don't... You're, like, making all of the shit that is, like, driving everyone crazy be for nothing because you're just breaking it. Yeah. <laughs> and... Like the, the contact when people start doing that just goes up exponentially because if you're hanging out with a group of friends, then it's like that's getting spread to everyone that you're with, who's spreading it to everyone that they're with. Like this is not a, a novel concept, but I just, it's just like something that it seems like people aren't keeping in mind because they just want it to be done. And so they're looking for any excuse to, for it to be done.
1: So I know you already got into it, but this is what really broke my brain on um, when you were like fighting with Larry the Cable guy and he had some like other scientists that said like some other thing. and But it does seem like everybody has their own like hypothesis and they're just running with it. And it's like, this is life or death for a lot of people. And there's some people that are just like, nah, I'm not good. Because I I personally just caught it. Technically supposed to recover. I could just be like, No, I'm recovered. I can walk around no problem, whatever. But I don't actually know that that's true. I don't know if I'm infected actually for three months after I've had it because I'm not a scientist and this is the weirdest virus apparently they've ever found. So why the fuck would I take that risk?
0: Yeah, like, (laughs) this something that I've been seeing is like people want to get antibody tests so that they know if they can like start breaking quarantine. And the answer is no. Because it's not... You can spread it from, like, contacts other ways than just, like, having it. Yeah. And so it's just, like, everyone – not everyone, because, like, reopen – the idea of reopening is pretty unpopular um, relative to the amount of coverage that the protests are getting. So I don't want to say everyone, but a a lot of people are – they're just, like, trusting their own – it's like they're trusting their gut more than, yeah. like, what scientists are saying. Like, it. imagine um, being, like, Daryl Morey in the NBA in uh, 2005 and having everyone just be, like, you know, you need a power board to establish a presence in the paint. Yeah. And you're just, like, no, that's – actually, the numbers say not to do that at all. Like, you guys are being fucking idiots. Yeah. And everyone's just like, well, you know, it kind of seems like you should. So we're just going to go with that. Yeah.
1: Um, But like, and and even in the same vein, it's just like when we talk about even scientific or whatever, I just hear people that are just like, oh, you know, the the, the coverage of like the protests and be like, oh my gosh, I need a haircut or I haven't had this in so long. I'm like, these are the same motherfuckers that have been called millennials entitled and tell us the same fucking stories of when I walked to school, I had to walk uphill both ways in the snow. I'm like that, that wasn't tougher than you going a month without a haircut. Like it's going to look terrible. Whatever. Sharon, your husband stopped loving you 10 years ago. Yeah. There's like, there's a difference
0: that we need to acknowledge between those people that are like protesting and holding up signs that say like, I want a haircut. And legit like trying to push for businesses to reopen and the people that are saying god damn it like i wish i could get a haircut right now but are cool with staying inside and not doing it because they know it's safe I, i feel like i've i feel like people are snapping at the latter group as though they are the former group and they're just not like it like even i who am having like less of a difficult time quarantining than most people i'm like it sucks that i can't like go to my friend's house and drink beer in the backyard and play like cornhole or can jam or whatever like that sucks and saying that sucks doesn't mean that i would do it if if i was (laughs) like in havertown near them because that would be stupid but i still wish that i could yeah so and i don't know if that's people being self-righteous or if it's just everyone's nerves being on edge and um people wanting to yell at people because it feels good which it does but it's just like it's i I feel like there's all kinds of nuance that we have all the time in the world to be exploring and no one has the motivation to do it right now because they're just so fucking sick of sitting inside well the
1: funniest thing is though i think there's just been a complete opposite reaction by the generations where we were sitting on a podcast very early in this thing going, we don't fucking care or millennials kill us or it's not going to do shit. And then as it got serious, we literally locked in and said, no, this is what we have to do. And we abided by it. And some of the older generation are the people that are like, I want to go live my life. And I, I think the funniest thing I saw was the person getting arrested at the park. And she was like, I pay my taxes. This, this is unconstitutional. And I'm like, what part of the constitution says if you pay your taxes you get to go to the uh, state park (laughs) (laughs) like it's just a complete miss there's just complete misunderstandings of the country overall i mean it's it's we're having rallies where people are bringing rifles and then like there was that joke today about the guy like in the subway like he just like put his ar down in the subway like with an american flag like Pointing into the air, and I'm like, you know, that subway could tell them at any point that they're not allowed to be there, and they would say so much shit about the Second Amendment, and they would be so wrong.
0: It's so wild to think of like a Second Amendment chud riding the subway. It
1: seems like no, I'm talking about subway sandwiches. They were in a oh, subway sandwich. Okay, subway sandwiches. Okay, that makes a
0: lot more <laughs> yes, <fun. laughs> but it was just like, I mean,
1: the chud My mind
0: is at ease now.
1: It's just like those people who are like constitutionalists or like care about all the amendments know the least about any of those things every time it's great yeah
0: well a lot of people that are super vocal about it are like that because i mean my my cousin who's my boogeyman that i've talked about a thousand times on here is obviously super in favor of reopening everything and lucky for him uh isn't it convenient he is able to work from home all the time. So <laughs> he wouldn't even have to like go back to work. Nothing would really change except that other people could. And like, that's what I'm talking about when I say that the shit just gets so ideological and it drives me crazy. And everyone has their own scientists. It's like, this is kind of like in college when you were, had to write a paper and you were like, okay, here's the point that I want to make, but I need sources. So I'm just going to Google that point and find a source yeah. that says, that agrees Confirmation with bias, like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what everyone's doing, I feel like, with coronavirus. They're just like, alright, here's what I think, so I'm gonna find someone that also thinks that, and then I can be like, okay, science is on my side.
1: I guess my biggest thing is just that, like, I have no intuition or desire to trust any American doctor, uh, while most of the country is so patriotic and will trust any American doctor over the World Health Organization. So, like, That's another philosophical difference of just, like, if the whole world is telling you this is what they did, and it worked, and you saw it fail in Italy when they were like, let's go to the beach. Like, how do you still – and we beat Italy. Our curve's worse. Like, it is. It's steeper. Like, the last I saw. I don't think anybody even looks at the curves anymore. I think we just threw that concept out because we were just like, we fucked this up.
0: Yeah. Well, I think people stop looking at the curves because – once they stop being bunched together, like the fact that our population is so much bigger than all the other countries became like, everyone's like, all right, that comparing like actual death numbers doesn't work. But like rate of infection and percentage and stuff like that, like, yeah, we're still really bad. And we're, we've been at like kind of a peak plateau for a while, whereas it seemed like everyone else's um, curve, which I mean, if you just look at The curve itself, um, that's more informative than looking at a graph with everyone's on it. Like everyone else's seems to be just a standard, like up and down, whereas we're like up and now we're staying here for a while, yeah. I mean, and who knows, who knows when that ends,
1: yeah. I mean, but the point of the curve is not even supposed to be a death counter, it's supposed to be a recovery counter in some sense, but there will be death. The idea though that we can't even test for them is ridiculous. And then we have all of this proof that like we could have had to test earlier and then Trump blames Obama. And I'm like, I I don't fucking care. I don't want to make it political. I'm like, I and my own friends were like, yo, Cody, get tested because you have corona. I'm like, no, I'm not wasting a test. I'm fine. Like, I don't know where I would go. I think it's there's a spot in center city actually, but I'm not wasting a test when I'm a younger person that they might need but we don't have enough tests to tell that's that's the benchmark everybody is supposed to have in their country so we talked about this earlier what's the benchmark it's supposed to be zero new cases if america reports zero new cases i guarantee you it's because they didn't have any new tests
0: that's true well the, i think didn't wasn't there like a who test that we just like decided not to use and develop our yeah. own exactly awesome And that's, that's the big thing with like the sports leagues restarting Is they're talking about like testing everyone a bunch of times and the Bundesliga, uh, the German soccer, the big German soccer league is like getting ready to start and they're testing like literally everyone that's at all associated with any team. I mean, I, and we're just like every, every promise about how many tests we have is just been moving the goalposts and then failing to hit the field goal anyway. Exactly,
1: This is exactly what's going to happen with the sports leagues, and this is why it's so upsetting. So, they opened up Korea Baseball. They're going to open up Bundesliga. We're hearing schedules and restarting for baseball. Exactly what's going to... There's a UFC yeah. event. That tonight. guy has Corona and he's fighting. But I don't count... I, oh, he's... I don't count... Is he gonna? F- yeah. I didn't know he was he's gonna, gonna fight. fight. Jesus Christ! He's
0: positive. He's gonna. F- Dana White
1: is such yeah. Not so really count UFC because they're a bunch of dipshits. But um, what's gonna happen is there, regardless if you don't have fans, there's it still takes so many people to put on a sport event like equipment managers and stuff like that, like the jerseys, like those getting handled. That's the stuff they're gonna have to freak out about. Is that's when player A bumps player B. And now, all of a sudden, something from Philly touches something from New York. That's what you need to worry about. Like, baseball, they don't make a lot of, like, it, like, t- like interaction and touching. But their jerseys are going to touch enough that that's where they're going to spread things. So, somebody's going to test positive coronavirus in some sport. It'll get all shut down again. That is exactly what will happen.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm... I don't really miss... This is what I've been or saying. Or hockey's gonna make um, it as I talked minute. about this with. <laughs> I talked about this with. What if they made? What if no contact hockey came back? <laughs> oh God! Like, in, every game would be like the three v three. Yeah. <laughs> kind <of say>. yeah. <laughs> but is his dad and I were talking, and he's he like, "I'm surprised that I have, I found that I haven't really missed sports," and I was like, "Well, the one sport, the one big sporting event that happened." Like we were miserable the entire time because the Eagles like yeah. <laughs> were like did so weird in the draft, and we were like we spent the whole time like screaming or like laying on the floor despairing. Like okay, the, the one sport sporting event that we've been really looking forward to for a long time came back, and we were just like
1: this fucking. I'm sucks. not gonna lie, this this so break like, from the Sixers has been wonderful.
0: Oh my God! That, so <laughs> that was what I ended up. Saying. I was like. I was like I miss sports. Like I I wish I could watch the NBA playoffs right now, yeah. but I don't miss my teams. Yeah. <laughs> I don't miss being mad all. The time. I I think I I'd, I'd like, like to have off. the Phillies
1: like, right now just cuz it's a long season and just to break up monotony of days yeah. and stuff like that, but
0: Yeah. But like I would rather be watch- like I could watch Toronto versus Boston. Yeah. Like playoff game and be like all right, this is fun.
1: I'm, but I don't.
0: I'm not too upset that the uh, that the sexers aren't playing.
1: Right I'm now. legitimately worried for our Flyers fans, friends, that the Flyers are going to come back and just absolutely like stink, and just and everybody's uh, going to be like, if they didn't close down the season, like we would have won. We were on a hot streak, and I'm going to be like, yikes! Yeah. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs>
0: but I hope that doesn't happen. Almost like the uh, the hockey version of like the '94 Expos. Yeah. And they were like leading and, uh, the NL East and like really good for the first time ever, and then the season shut yeah. down, and then they were never that good again. Yeah,
1: I mean, I hope in the Sixers do the opposite, but um, you know, speaking of sports, one of the things you were referencing was the NFL draft. Um, Bobby, there's a running joke amongst Eagles friends or fans that uh, the NFL draft there was a season where now Super Bowl hero Brandon Graham was selected, the Eagles actually traded up for Brandon Graham. And I remember distinctly wanting this one guy and Mel Kiper jr. Saying you have to think it's for this guy. And that guy's name was Earl Thomas.
0: I remember being in my, uh, it was my birthday, my freshman year of college. And I remember being on the 10th floor of Sproul uh, at Penn state when that happened and the Eagles traded up for him. And I got so excited. And then they picked Brandon Graham and I like, went out into the hallway and like screamed. yeah like really really made a scene yeah uh in a in a way that is obviously now (laughs) (laughs) and in the end uh
1: but yeah yeah in the end it worked out earl thomas is probably still the better pick and player but brady graham obviously delivered us the (laughs) you know the super bowl moment but uh brady graham is not in the news right now (laughs) earl thomas is yeah,
0: Brandon is practicing social distancing, yeah. and Earl has not been.
1: Yeah, so here's the funny thing about Earl Thomas. Um, he was caught alongside his brother. Now, here's what makes it so funny that we were just talking about, like, this Earl Thomas thing has been lore of Eagles fans. His brother's name is Seth Thomas. I literally, in my head, went, Seth Thomas? Is that his half-brother? Because my brain didn't register Earl Thomas, and Seth Thomas had the same last name because Earl Thomas is such a name to me that I shared it. Like, turned it into share. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, now that you say that... 100%. Yeah,
1: Earl Thomas is his first name.
0: <laughs> he doesn't have a last name. Like, because Earl Thomas is, like, to me, so famous and well-known that the name, like, ceases to be a name in the way that a, a random person's name would be a name. Yeah,
1: it was like when um, Seth Curry was coming up in the league. I'm like, you mean Steph, right? And I'm like, no, Seth Curry. And I'm like, you mean Steph, right? Like, I wouldn't believe that he was an actual person. Uh, but he and his brother were having uh, a wonderful time until uh, Earl's wife found on Snapchat uh, proof that Earl was cheating, uh, was able to track him down via Snapchat as well with his brother. Uh,
0: so, what was the story there? Was he. So,
1: he, he had a video.
0: Was he like broadcasting him having like a orgy with his brother on no, snapchat no, 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 no. or did some did the girl post
1: something or like what happened so here there? here's what happened he left his phone on accident so she went through his phone or she somehow got into his snapchat and um was like looking at things and then the location feature was on and I guess he had it on his phone or his brother had it on so she was able to see the location. She drove over there with a friend who had a bat. She had a gun only to scare them. But she did not expect when she opened the door that they were having a foursome. And, you know. <laughs> she decided to scare them a little harder. It's different strokes for different And And here's, here's the biggest thing, too. She claims... I was just trying to scare him. I took the clip out of the gun. What did she forget to do? Take the, Take the bullet, bullet out, of the out of the chamber. She could have accidentally killed <laughs> Earl Thomas. <No> way. <laughs> and thank God she didn't. Like, in all seriousness, like, thank God no one was actually hurt in the story. Like, we wouldn't have wanted anybody hurt. But just all the stupidity wrapped in it. Now that uh, everybody's safe. And Earl Thomas going Instagram that night and trying to say these things happen, but uh, what things? <laughs> what part of it happens? <laughs> it's the most specific, specific story I've heard in, like, ten years.
0: <laughs> I love the idea of someone, like, breaking social distancing to have an orgy and cheat on their wife, but, like, wearing a condom during it. <laughs> yeah, with like having having absolutely no sense of anyone's health except for like a yeah. kind of specific thing
1: well you don't want to catch it um and i think the funniest part <laughs> exactly. the funniest part was they went back through like old tweets and stuff and there was enough of the like seth thomas's tweets to be like banging out one with the bro to be like obviously just out of context <laughs> something else but it's like oh <laughs> they're yeah. very close Jeez. i well that's the thing for me it's just like I I I could never I mean my brother I particularly don't like but like yeah I mean
0: at least it was a was it a foursome or a threesome I didn't actually like read that it was a
1: foursome so there's two girls two guys okay I don't know I don't know if they swapped they didn't take the time to explain that obviously nobody watched that long into the to the room it was just like they got caught and everything stopped but yeah um yeah
0: i guess it's not as bad as like hitting a knife full
1: like with your brother yeah but because because you it's got so a high weird, five but... but i mean i think they were in the same room though because it was like an airbnb but it was like a cheap one i i don't know the, the whole story though is like it could have been like mixed up and they had separate rooms but even if they had separate rooms i'm like why are you and your brother going to an airbnb to have sex with girls as if it's like that one scene in um a night of the roxbury when they first get laid for the first time and they walk out of the room and high five each other and go back in. Like
0: <laughs> Don't you know wait, don't you know guys that do that though?
1: Oh, I, I can't get into that, but um <laughs> they didn't know they would trade off. They had twin size mattresses. They would trade off who had the room. It just they didn't have a full wall, so whoever's sleeping on the couch in the living room could hear everything.
0: This oh, is okay. weird. But okay. that's not that's not what I thought. No. Was
1: I mean, okay. so that's that I wouldn't be bad. surprised but I <laughs> alcohol does a lot of things to a lot of people. Um, well, since I wasn't involved. Who who could argue? Who could argue with I that? I wasn't going home with a lot of people those days. I just saw one of them go home with people and then I'd be like, "What are you going to do?" and he's like, "I'm going to go home." And I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> uh, they were twins. very so uh, that'll get back to them somehow. And they'll yell at me.
0: Oh, well, what are
1: you going to do? Get yelled at, I man. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah, so that's pretty much everything. I, I guess looking forward, I so I have some interviews coming up that will hopefully put me back into the workforce. But I think that's going to be weird. That's definitely something we can talk about as it progresses. It's just like, how how do you start a job during a pandemic? You know? <laughs> well,
0: yeah, because my, my dad actually just started a job. Um last monday he was like miserable at his old job so he found like a consulting a full-time wow. consulting gig and he just started monday so like he had to mail back his laptop from his <laughs> old job and like get me ma- get get shipped a laptop from his new one and he's like g- starting out 100 percent remote like i i had just started my job new job um
1: january what two months I'm sorry
0: yeah, mid-January. Dude, it's May. Two, two months oh, before. two months before. I thought you were, I thought you were two no, months ago. I was yeah. like, what the hell are you talking about, man? <laughs> no, like, I had just started my new job two months before this started. So, like, even that, for my, for what I'm doing, felt like I was still fairly new when I was starting it. I can't imagine, like, full remote starting a job yeah
1: but that might be my life soon i guess or they might just say can we do a start date of yeah i hope so i don't know what's going to go on but i mean i know they're not in office i know that that's fine but if i get this one job i really want but um you know it is a weird time too because if these fall through i have to just sit on my hands for a while because i got these kind of early in the process well one i got early in the process another one um, a recruiter got me, but it's a complete step down. So like, it would be like literally like a roll step down. And that's why I've been hesitant. Um, and you know, once you go beyond that on LinkedIn right now, Glassdoor, it, they called it the candidates market. There were jobs upon jobs upon jobs. Now there's just titles I've never even understood. Like, it, like for things I'm not qualified at all, it could never apply for. So kind of just have to wait until the economy legitimately reopens. Is it just, like, only high-level stuff that's hiring It's very specific stuff. It's, like, very much, like, uh, people want business analysts and stuff. Like, they want, like, a little bit more, um, you know, can run the analytics of how to get back on track, I guess. Whereas the kind of job I would be working, I mean, I would be doing analysis, but my analysis would be much more different. I think they're looking for more, like, people who are holistically can like run the business and do that way opposed to just being like a finance person. Like I am who can give like pro right. I mean right now, if you brought me in, like what the hell could I help any company? Like until I learned your, your stuff, but I'm not the driver of like anything that would help coronavirus relief. Like, so right. com- you're not driving. Your yeah. So things like things. some of the companies I'm talking to are more of the companies that are just like, they're, pandemic proof or, you know, they at least blue chip enough that they don't have to lay off people during these times. They have the coffers that they can still hire, but they're probably not hiring the same way. Like I talked to my friend yesterday. I would love to work for his company. They put up a position. I was uh, qualified for right as, you know, the lockdown happened and now they're in a hiring freeze. So, you know, I don't know if that might open up again after they reopen economy and then I'll take that, but who knows? Yeah.
0: Like, the,
1: the hiring freeze
0: just means that. Just like companies just won't like. Like, well, that yeah, the, the hiring freeze combined with like how much money so many places are losing just means that the job might not be feasible. Yeah. To hire when everything's over, it sucks. Or
1: the or my uh, market's gonna get depressed, at least in salary. So that's why I'm trying to get this one job because I know I'll be locked into where I was expected to be. And yeah. that'll be good. <laughs> it's gonna be an inc- it's gonna be an incredible time to hire
0: in like whenever things reopen. Right. You're gonna be able to get like good workers for rock bottom Can't wages. Wait to
1: get... Which sucks. Fucked ass. again. The Cody Ryan experience. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that's all I have. I'm getting fucked. We love it. Um, what do you got, Bobby? Anything else? Anything else driving you to say during the quarantine?
0: <clears throat> Not really. I'm like. Really looking forward to um, uh, getting back to like Havertown. Uh, I don't. Well, no, one, no one gives a shit about me. I can just yeah. say where we're going. Oh, yeah, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to going back to Havertown. Um, like I said, I feel like it's a pretty safe, like halfway point um, between getting back to like the city and getting away from the shore. And we're gonna have. Um, the house to ourselves um so i'm just like have i actually have something to look forward to for the first time since the nfl draft which the nfl draft went yeah. horribly so i hope this goes a little bit better
1: than yeah that. meanwhile on my side my interviews are monday and tuesday and we're recording on saturday so i'm just dreading those and then once i survive those one of them's at 9 a.m which god damn it my uh, i can't wake That's- up for that shit I woke up at eight today and then fell back asleep <laughs> and then woke up at noon. I'm a piece of shit. I hate myself.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm. I've been waking up at nine. That's. Oh, okay. I just having to having to wake up like more than, thirty seconds before I have to log on to work is gonna suck. I don't know how I'm gonna go back. That and like not wearing sweatpants and gym. Oh, shorts all and the time. probably <laughs> wearing the <a mask, laughs>
1: too. Oh yeah. I just bought it. I bought a three night. set of Phillies masks so last night. So I'm happy. Yeah. Nice.
0: That, I mean, that should just be like yeah. normalized forever at yeah. this point. You Nobody kiss
1: ever again. It's not necessary. Just hug. <laughs> Except yeah. your homies. Good night when they're trying to sleep. I mean, how am I going to fall asleep? I don't get... That's why I'm sleeping so fucked up. I'm not getting any good night kisses. Um, all right. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. actually tragic all right bobby do you have anything you want to plug i know you were talking about you were writing something did you get around to that <laughs> no you know I, no one who has time <laughs> there's so
0: much stuff going on right now that it's, it's just really hard to get around yeah. to it No, uh, maybe i'll still do it but i don't fucking know <laughs> nothing to <Great>. plug. <laughs> watch the twitch
1: yeah the twitch um we're gonna have some fun on the twitch coming forward especially after quarantine but uh you can check me out at twitch.tv slash coderan, uh, and you can follow our Twitter at StreamedHams. And every once in a while, we're going to do some streams once this quarantine is over, where Bobby will stay over, and we're going to play some uh, retro GameCube games, some of which people have seen me play the GameCube games, but there's a couple I've been holding back specifically for uh, Bobby and I to play, and a couple I need to yell at GameStop about because they've sent me broken pieces of shit yeah awesome. and they don't answer their phone and they're gonna be like well it's past the 30 day uh, you know return policy and I'm gonna be like I've been on hold for 34 days so don't really know what to say to that that yeah. sucks yeah. pretty bad <laughs> whatever we'll figure it out alright well thanks for uh joining us in Neurotica be safe out there wash your hands listen to reputable uh, scientists any Any last word Bobby uh
0: nope stay safe Bye.